Gospel is Luke 5 today. And it came to pass that when the multitudes pressed upon Jesus to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake. And he saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them, and they were washing their nets. And going into one of the ships that was Simon Peter's, he desired him to draw back a little from the land. And sitting, he taught, taught the multitudes out of the ship. Now when he had ceased to speak, he said to Simon Peter, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a drought, for a catch. And Simon Peter answering him said, Master, we have labored all the night, and have taken nothing. But at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a very great multitude of fishes, and their net broke. And they beckoned to their partners that were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they were almost sinking. Which when Simon Peter saw, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. For he was wholly astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were Simon Peter's partners. And Jesus said to Simon, Fear not, from henceforth you shall catch men. And having brought their ships to land, leaving all things, they followed him thinking on that very last verse, from henceforth you shall catch men. Makes you think of the conversion of sinners. It's one of the spiritual works of mercy to pray for the living and the dead. Praying for the living is praying for the conversion of sinners. Extremely important thing to do is petition for the conversion of sinners. You can do this chiefly by praying the rosary and offering the holy sacrifice the mass. In addition to penances, redemptive suffering, you know, if you only did the minimum, you know, if, if you, every single Sunday you go to Mass, if you offered every Sunday, every, every single Sunday offered the Mass for the conversion of sinners, and you lived 80 years, okay, you did Sunday and the six holy days of obligation, that's all you did, you'd have 40 You'd have 4,640 Masses offered for the conversion of sinners. And if you offered your daily rosary for the conversion of sinners, and you lived 80 years, you would have offered 29,200 rosaries for the conversion of sinners. Wow, if only one person per rosary got converted, that'd be 29,200 souls in heaven. Jesus said to Peter here, Fear not, from henceforth you shall catch men. That's how we catch men. We pray for the conversion of sinners. In your masses, gosh, 80 years of masses, oh, those 4,640 masses, what if 10 people, every mass, got converted? Mass is powerful. It's got to be 10 times more powerful than rosary, at least. If a mere 10 people got saved for every mass that you offered, that'd be 46,400 people in heaven. Because of you offering the body and blood of Jesus for the conversion of sinners.
add those two together, rosaries for 80 years and masses for 80 years, it's like 70-some thousand people would be saved. And all you did was do the minimum. Pray the rosary every day and go to mass on Sundays and holy days. Okay, that last verse again. And Jesus said to Simon Peter, Fear not, henceforth thou shalt catch men. One of the ways you catch men is praying for the conversion of sinners. Do it every day. Today's Baltimore Catechism is on indulgences. It says, what is an indulgence? Answer, an indulgence is the remission in whole or in part the temporal punishment due to sin. Is an indulgence a pardon of sin or a license to commit sin? Answer is no, not at all. An indulgence is not a pardon of sin nor a license to commit sin, and one who is in the state of mortal sin cannot even gain an indulgence. How many kinds of indulgences are there? Answer two, plenary indulgences and partial indulgences. Break that down. A plenary indulgence is a full indulgence, a full remission of all the temporal punishment due to sin. And a partial indulgence is the remission of part of the temporal punishment due to sin. Next question says, how does the church, by means of indulgences, remit the temporal punishment due to sin? Here's the answer. The church, by means of indulgences, remits the temporal punishment due to sin by applying to us the merits of Jesus Christ and the superabundant satisfactions of Mary and the saints, which merits and satisfactions are its spiritual treasury. And the final question, what must we do to gain an indulgence? Answer, to gain an indulgence, we must be in the state of grace and perform the works that are enjoined, attached to the indulgence. For example, the family rosary. Pray the family rosary, you'll get at least a partial indulgence. You can get a full indulgence. If you pray for the Pope's intentions along with it, and go to confession within two weeks before or two weeks after, or go to communion within a week before or a week after, and have no attachment to sin, you can even gain a plenary indulgence through the family rosary. At least a partial indulgence. And it's also a, uh, a good work of mercy to offer the indulgences for the deceased. You can spring somebody out of purgatory by applying a, a uh, plenary indulgence to the dead. Or you can keep it for yourself. But it's a good habit. It's a good habit to get into in giving them away 